You're listening to episode 73 of the Room to Grow podcast. I'm Emily Goff, a holistic nutritionist and women's lifestyle coach living in Hamilton, Ontario in Canada. And here on the Room to Grow podcast, I bring you thoughts or guests in areas of nutrition, mindset, lifestyle, and entrepreneurship that will help you gain confidence so you can stress less and elevate yourself to create the life you love. We are not here to do things perfectly, but we are here to learn from each other and to grow with lots of self-love and compassion along the way. Let's get started. Hey, hey, welcome back to the Room to Grow podcast. And today we're talking about how to not care what others think of you. (laughs) And this is something that I have struggled with over the years. And sometimes it sort of comes in phases, right? Sometimes we can feel really good, really confident, and then we can kind of knock ourselves back down again. Um, Or, you know, there might be one negative comment that sort of knocks us off course with whatever it is that we're doing. So we're going to get into all of that. I just want to remind you to make sure to hit subscribe because you do not want to miss Thursday's episode this week. You do not want to miss it. I am doing something extra special for International Women's Day in honor of International Women's Day. And this is such a cool episode. I had an absolute blast putting it together. Um, There are a handful of different guests that we're featuring and we're doing something completely different out of what you've ever seen on this podcast before. So make sure to hit subscribe so that you don't miss it because this is a really, really great one. Um, I, I cried multiple times putting together this episode. It is very powerful. So make sure to tune in for that one. Um, so this has been on my mind a lot lately, how to, how to not care about what others think of you, because a lot of, a lot of this comes down to where you want to spend your energy and no one else has to live with your life and the decisions that you make. So my question that I always have to pose back to myself, and I'm going to pose to you as well, is do you really want to base your choices off what someone might or might not think about you? and make decisions based on that, right? Like it, it seems so illogical when we think about it that way, because how are you holding yourself back by not showing up as you are and allowing fear to take over instead? This is especially common, I feel like, with something like online business or podcasting, because it's really scary coming forward with your opinions, and it's very easy for you're opening yourself up basically to a wider audience to get criticism from too, like a much larger audience than if you just, you know, were doing something in in your living room. When you're going on the internet, anyone can access you good or bad. So it's, it's a, it's especially tricky and tough. And there's a huge amount of fear associated with that because you're basically putting yourself into a public forum and opening your, opening yourself up to be potentially ridiculed. And that's, powerful, right? We're all sort of waiting for that next hater or troll to pick on us. And there's so much fear associated with it. The thing is that I always come back to is that other people's opinions and judgments typically say far more about them than they do about you. And someone else's opinion is not actually your business. I've, I've heard that from multiple sources. So I did not invent that. I want to be clear. Um, but it it is true that what somebody else is thinking about you, is not actually your business. And when you start to adopt that and start to actually embody it, that's powerful. 
Like you can let go of a lot of shit that you don't need when you start to think about that a little bit more closely and actually make use of that saying. All, all of this is coming from someone who, like I, I spent way too much and I have spent way too much of my life worrying about what others think. I have always been a people pleaser. I, and, and when I was a kid, even I was bullied for being more interested in books, uh, not being up to date on like pop culture stuff. And I, this is kind of funny. I was also one of the last kids I knew to even get a computer or internet access. So I, what, what's extra funny about that one particular story that pops into my head when I think about that is I was asked by a classmate, I think this was in like grade seven, maybe I was asked by a classmate who kind of bullied me anyway, uh, what was my favorite computer game? And I didn't have any because at the time we didn't have internet at home. Oh my God, I'm dating myself. Um, <laughs> I'm not that old guys, I swear. <laughs> we didn't even have internet at home though. So I, I didn't have any computer games. So I ended up saying <laughs> that I liked playing with different fonts. <laughs> like not, I was just asking to be bullied at that point, but <laughs> it really, I mean, I just, I was not confident in my own skin and I always felt like I didn't quite fit in anywhere. I, I didn't feel like I, like I fit into any particular group. You know how, how in high school they always, even in movies, they'll kind of portray that like each high school will have the, the different tables of the different types of kids, like the jocks and there's like the cool kids and, and the computer nerds and whatever. I didn't really fit in anywhere. And, and I always felt that way. And, and yet I still just felt the weight of other, what I perceived to be other people's opinions on my shoulders. And it would often dictate how I would show up and what I would say and all of these different things. The one, the one thing that kind of started to change here, I, I kind of started to appreciate things about myself that I liked, but at the same time, there have still been periods of time over the years when I have felt particularly insecure and that, that can start to bring up some of those old familiar feelings of worrying about what everyone else is thinking about me. So the first thing that I really want to address here is to normalize this because there's nothing wrong with you. If, if you do feel affected by other people's opinions, there's nothing wrong with, with you for that. I don't think that it's uncommon to feel that way, especially in cases when you are trying something new, maybe you are reaching a new stage in your life, or you've been knocked down in some way too, and you're still trying to sort of find your footing. Like it's okay to go through phases like that. It, it's okay. That's normal. I think that the important part is first to recognize that those feelings are coming up and that you're making decisions based on others' opinions or more often the potential of what we assume others' opinions will be. So do you see the difference there? Like a lot of times we're telling ourselves this story in our heads that, oh, you know, uh, Mary must be, must be thinking, oh, who does she think she is? Like, I, I'm starting this new business and she just thinks I'm a total loser. Do you know that for sure? Or are you assuming that? And, and that tends to be the difference. We make all kinds of assumptions when there might not even be anything to them. We're, we're just telling ourselves a story about what other people are thinking or feeling. And that might even potentially be the opposite of the truth. 
But either way, does it matter? Like you're the one who has to look yourself in the mirror every day. And I say this with, with all kinds of love because I have to remind myself of this sometimes still, but much more rarely than I, than I ever did before. Much more, much less often than previously because no one else can live in your body and have the same experiences as, as you or, you know, making the same decisions that you're making based on those experiences that you've had. Like people pleasing is a big part of this. I, I, I will probably keep circling back to this because I have been a people pleaser for a long time. And I, I hear people say all the time that they're people pleasers. And it's sort of, to some degree, it can almost be human nature, not for everyone. But overall, I feel like there's so many of us that we, we want people to like us. That's natural. That's, that's part of evolution. But we're trying to manage the expectations of others by catering to what we think might please them, even if it doesn't feel good for us. When you think about it that way, it doesn't really make much sense. Like, we don't even know exactly what might please them. We are making an assumption about that too. So we're going ahead and doing it, even if it doesn't please us. And that just seems so illogical when we think about it that way. The problem is if, if you're trying to constantly please everyone else and make decisions based on others, that can take a really heavy toll after a while. Likely you're going to be less happy. You're definitely going to see an uptick in negative stress. That can actually weigh on you physically to some degree too and kind of manifest in different ways that way too. Um, there was uh, an episode about somatic therapy that we did last week. I believe it was episode 72. So make sure to go reference that because I got so much incredible feedback about that. And we talk a lot to uh, Ailey all about, that was the guest on the episode, all about how like stress and trauma can really manifest in the body. So make sure to check that out because this I feel is, is somewhat related to that topic. And to be perfectly honest, when I can feel myself making choices based on what others think of me, I start becoming anxious, I get uh, irritable, and I'm overall unhappy. Like, it's fucking stressful. When, when I can feel that weight on my shoulders, and sometimes it, it might take me a little bit longer to figure it out. I might just be feeling kind of anxious or stressed out, I'm not really sure why, and I just feel like I'm kind of running in circles and I, I don't really know what I'm doing and I'm, I'm stressed out. And then I start thinking about it. I'm like, okay, but maybe I'm just doing something that I think is what I should be doing, but it's not actually what feels good for me. Like sometimes we can fool ourselves into thinking that this is what we, we do want. And what we want is actually what others want for us too. And sometimes that might be true. But to know for sure, you need to really get to know yourself intimately. And that's the part I think that, that can kind of scare people sometimes and, and scare people off because that can take more work. You know, to, to actually really, truly get to know yourself, you have to be willing to put in the work for that. Like something that you can do, you, you can journal about it. I know I've talked about that multiple times on the podcast before. I'm a big fan of that. Question if something actually feels really good for you or not. See how it feels. See how it feels physically. See how it feels emotionally. 
Like one example that I, I'm sure I'll keep circling back to as well is is business overall. I mean, that's that's the example that keeps coming into my head right now because I've also had coaches who have businesses set up in a way that they absolutely loved. And they would strongly encourage me to do the same type of model, but that wasn't what I wanted. It didn't actually feel good to me. And I don't believe in blindly following anyone without questioning how the decisions will work for my own life. It's like, it's like when you're in grade school and you know, you, you fuck up, you do something bad and your mom says to you something like, well, if, uh, let's say you did something bad with, with your group of friends and your mom then says to you, well, if, if they told you to jump off a cliff, would you do it? That's sort of the same type of thinking, right? When we're just kind of blindly following along and we're not paying attention to what is right and wrong and what feels good to us, what doesn't feel good to us, we might end up in situations that we didn't intend on ever getting into and not feeling great about where we are. Like there have also been multiple times where I have totally freaked myself out since starting a business and held back completely because I was so worried that I was stepping outside of what others would consider me qualified to help other people with. And all of those feelings of, of, you know, not enough and all of this imposter syndrome, like, who do you think you are to teach this? All of those things have come up so many times. And I expect that to continue, by the way, like I can do all the work in the world, but that stuff is still going to come up. The only difference is that now I see it for what it is. And as it comes up, I can recognize it, go, oh, there you are, you negative feelings, you, you stories that, that my brain is, is trying to tell me that I'm not good enough. No, I see you and I hear you, but not today. Not today. Like when this happens, I kind of do a couple things. Sometimes I will reach out to a friend that I know has my back and that I can really trust. Um, I'll ask myself maybe what it is that I'm afraid of too. And I, I actually, this is sort of the most powerful one. I try and focus on the amazing possibilities of what could happen if I took the leap, like all the great stuff that could happen if I took that leap, because otherwise we're keeping some of the best parts of ourselves hidden and we're not allowing ourselves to reach our potential. We're just hiding our, our gifts from the world. And this doesn't just mean, you know, in the online business space, this can be for anything. We're, we're hiding ourselves and we're not allowing ourselves to show up as we truly are. And then not only are we denying ourselves that gift, but we're also denying the best parts of ourselves to everyone around us too. Like, yeah, and with that, I also want to stress that when you reach out to someone, like make sure that it is somebody who you really trust. If you're going to be asking for their opinion or for support. I keep a, a very like extremely small circle of the most trusted people in my life that have proven themselves time and time again to have my back. And there's no, you know, secret agenda or anything like that. And, and usually they're also fairly aligned with, um, with, with me in terms of not that we would necessarily make all the same decisions, but that they will kind of ask, ask the right types of questions of me sometimes too, that will push me to make the decision that is right for me. So I have a, a couple people that, that I are sort of my go-tos for that, that are really, really great for that. And I hope that you have someone like that as well. If you don't, it doesn't mean that those relationships can't be built. And on top of that, then you can maybe start with some other things, like really kind of going inward and asking yourself, like, if you, if you did this thing, 
What is the best possible scenario that could happen if you made that leap? Whatever that looks like for you. And the other thing is, is that this might seem totally counterintuitive, but another go-to for me is to think about the worst case scenario too. Like what is the absolute worst thing that could happen if you decided to make, make this decision? Like does someone give you a hard time and tries to knock you down? Like if that's the worst that could happen, I fully believe that you can handle that. And even if something something not as, as, you know, something, something more serious or something heavier than that happens, you can probably handle that too. But you'll also never know until you try, right? So many times that we, we see these, um, these people and, and hear these stories about people going through really heavy, brutal events. And I don't know about you, but the first thing I, I usually think to myself is like, how did they get through that? Like, how did they manage to do that? And the thing is, is that I think for a lot of people, we don't know our own strength until it's put to the test. And we'll never build that resiliency unless we have to go through some shit to begin with. But if we're, if we're staying stuck in making decisions based on what everyone else wants us to be and what everyone else wants us to do and all of those things, we're never going to figure a lot of that out. And we'll end up being far more unhappy you know, more stressed, all of those things, we won't be showing up as the true version of ourselves. And that does not feel good at all. To be completely blunt here, most people don't actually give a shit that much about what you're doing because they're way too busy worrying about themselves and their own shit. (laughs) And the ones that do care are either doing it from a place of insecurity in themselves and that's being reflected onto you or They might genuinely love you and care about you, but they just simply feel differently than you do. And that's okay too. They're allowed to feel differently. That's, that's totally fine. We're all individuals and we all bring something different to the table. So there's something really beautiful about that. It doesn't have to be a negative thing. If they genuinely love you and care about you, then generally they're probably going to show up for you no matter what, even if they don't necessarily if, if the decisions that you're making aren't ones that they would necessarily make for themselves, they'll probably just appreciate that difference and you'll still be okay. You'll still be fine with it. You can open that door to have those conversations too. The, the negative opinions that people have is usually about them. It often has absolutely nothing to do with you because you might just be a convenient target or they might even just have too much time in their hands. <laughs> like, Again, I'm kind of going to bring it back to the internet here. How many times do you see people, you know, making like fake, fake internet accounts and stuff like that? Like, I don't know, but I don't have time for that. Sometimes I don't even post on my own account because I just run out of time in the day and I only have the one. (laughs) So when I see people making fake accounts to call someone out on something cool that somebody else is doing and it, it just, it's not logical when you think about it like that. Like we get one life. We only get one. That's it. Are you actually going to let the opinions of one or two people outweigh the many? Like, are you going to look back on your life with a regret that you lived it for what someone else believed was best for you? Like, don't make the mistake of handing your big goals and dreams away to someone else because they made a negative comment. And think about this. Think about how many times we do that when no one makes a negative comment at all. 
just the ones that we hear in our own heads and we invent pretending that they're coming from the mouths of somebody else. That's crazy, right? Like we, we have to, to see this for what it is. When we are allowing the opinions of others to hold us back, sometimes those opinions never even actually make it out of the mouths of the people that we are associating those thoughts with. Those thoughts are just that, they're just thoughts. Sometimes they're our own thoughts that are holding us back. Your brain will always find ways to justify keeping you comfortable. Always. It is absolutely inevitable. And once you accept that, it opens you up to be able to start making choices and decisions from a place of purpose and acceptance of yourself and of your own desires and not caring what everyone else might think of you. When I was thinking about this episode, the the person that popped into mind for this was Oprah. I feel like Oprah is one of like the most beautiful shining examples of someone who came from such a background that everyone in her life, anyone in the world probably would have and likely did end up a lot of people along the way told her that there was no way that she would ever get even a tiny fraction of the success that she has today. And if she had listened to all of those people, if she had listened to all of those opinions and all of the negativity and all of the bullshit, we wouldn't have Oprah. And frankly, the world would be a little bit darker place. Like, I think, I think we can all agree. <laughs> I mean, really, when, when that is just one of the best examples that I can think of, of someone who had everything and everyone against her and she didn't pay any attention. She forged her own way. She did not let the opinions of others bring her down. She did not let the opinions of others determine her course of action either. She just, and, and she figured it out along the way. And that also means that sometimes there's still going to be course adjustments and that's okay. Like you don't necessarily have to have it all figured out because if you try and spend all your time trying to figure out what the whole journey will look like, you'll never, you'll never take any action along the road to get there at all because that journey is going to twist and turn in ways that you can't expect or even imagine. That's just, that's just part of life. So no matter what it is that you're going for, no matter what decision it is that you're trying to make, don't necessarily try and put every single piece together because you have to just start somewhere in order to get to the destination farther down the road. And something that I, that I really want to underscore with this entire episode is that learning, learning how to not listen to the opinions of others, this is a practice. Like we aren't going to just snap our fingers and make this happen overnight. We don't go from caring to 100% not caring, right? Like going from caring all the time and about everything and, and everyone's opinion and being paralyzed by it to not caring at all, that's not going to happen overnight. At least that's not how most people experience it. If you can do it that way, good for you. That I applaud you because that's incredible. Um, but for most people, this is a practice. So show yourself some compassion with this too. Like take the time to practice it and don't stress if you can feel yourself kind of getting sucked into other people's opinions a little bit again. Because again, I, I want to bring it back to the fact that awareness is a really big key here. So when you start cultivating the awareness, 
then you will be able to notice much more quickly when you're getting sucked into that and pulled down by other people's opinions. It's more about recognizing when those feelings are coming up and acknowledging the thought and then trying to figure out maybe why you're so triggered too and then just let it go. Like pay attention to particular people or situations that might trigger these kinds of thoughts for you. Like feeling feeling like you aren't enough or feeling like maybe you maybe you did make the wrong decision. You, well, well, I thought that this sounded really good, but Susie over there says that I'm crazy and, and what am I thinking and that's the entirely wrong thing to do. Well, maybe Susie needs to go run her own life and you run yours because if it feels right to you, then you should run with it. And you need to build up the certainty and confidence over time. And again, that doesn't happen overnight. This, this comes with the practice of deciding your own course of action, deciding it one day, and then you, you make another decision the next day that feels right for you. And then the day after that, even if they're small decisions, these are all going to add up. And when you start to, to, pay closer attention to particular people or situations that might trigger these kinds of thoughts, you can start to see patterns too. And then you may need to actually remove yourself from those people or situations, especially when you're just starting to build, build a practice of this. One thing I do want to remind you of and, and to point out though, is to not, not to forget to recognize cr constructive criticism. So if there's something to be learned from it, then take the lesson and move on. Like, don't let it stop you. Let it fuel you to do better and to be better. So you have to learn to be a little bit more discerning about the feedback that you're getting from people. If some people are just saying like, oh, well, that's a shitty decision. What on earth were you thinking? You know, that, that isn't, there's nothing really very constructive in there. But if somebody is going to offer you, offer you criticism, even though it might sting at first, pay attention to it. And listen and see if you can hear anything constructive in there that you can use to make, make better decisions moving forward. But just be very careful about that. I, I, I don't want you to let that completely change your opinion of yourself or to change your, your mind on something that you're doing. It might just mean that then you do, the, you do the same thing, but a little bit, it's going to look a little bit different. You're going to shift something. You're going to make an adjustment somewhere that will make it better and make you better. And I can't underscore enough. <laughs> the people that don't like you, they're not going to like you either way. They're not going to like you no matter what decision you do. And we all have people that don't like us. Trust me. <laughs> like, do you really want to make decisions based on the opinions of people who aren't going to be there for you or give a shit about you regardless of what you do? I have to remind myself of that sometimes too. And there, there have been a couple instances lately where I've had to remind myself of that because I've been very conscious of one or two people that have just been watching me very closely and it, I'll be talking more about that in the future, but it's, it's been weighing on me a little bit. And then I kind of had this realization. I'm like, well, they're never going to like me no matter what. So what does it, what does it matter? <laughs> Who cares if, if they're watching from afar or otherwise, because it doesn't make any difference to me. I am on my own journey. I'm doing my own thing and making my own decisions. And why on earth would I ever make a decision about anything based on someone who isn't even in my life or people who aren't in my life really, right? 
It doesn't make sense. It's, it's not logical. You, you are capable. You are so capable and you have far more gifts than you're likely even letting on even to yourself and holding yourself back based on these opinions that are floating around. It's not doing you any favors. Like honestly, it, the, the biggest thing that I want you to take away from all of this is that living a life for other people is fucking exhausting. It is exhausting. It is anxiety inducing. It is terrible. Living life in the best possible way for you, whatever that looks like, will absolutely light you up. And that's also contagious, by the way. So when you are living life for you and you're showing up as the best version of yourself and you are making the decisions that are right for you, other people are going to witness that and appreciate it too. It was so funny, even something as simple as going back to school part-time for holistic nutrition while I was working my full-time job um, a few years ago, I had actually a couple different people in my life at the time tell me totally out of the blue that I had inspired them to further their own education and make a jump uh, into a different type of career that they hadn't had the courage to do before. I was blown away. That was incredible to me. I, I couldn't even believe that me just making a simple decision like that in managed to inspire somebody totally unexpectedly. So this is the thing that, that I want you to really focus on is tuning into what's going on for you internally and how you're feeling. And when you're making decisions that are being heavily influenced by people who shouldn't really get a say in your life, how does that feel? And my guess is, is that if you really start to pay attention, you're going to notice that it doesn't feel very good. And when you start making decisions that might seem really scary, but you are making them from a place that feels right for you and you're not listening to the opinions of others, because if it feels right for you, you're just going for it. Pay attention to how different that feels, because even though it might feel scary, it also probably feels really damn good. I'd love to hear some of your wins from this episode, maybe some of the experiences that you've had uh, shifting how you make decisions and your maybe if you have people-pleasing tendencies and how that's affected um, the way that, that you make decisions in your life. I would love to hear more about that. So make sure to jump over to the Room to Grow podcast Facebook group and make sure to tune in for Thursday's episode for the International Women's Day episode. It's going to be so, so special. I cannot wait to share it with you. Thanks so much for listening to the Room to Grow podcast today. All show notes and references can be found over at roomtogrowpodcast.com. And can you do me one huge favor before you go though? If you can take a, take a screenshot of this episode and tag me on social media, I would absolutely love to see who's listening and get to connect with you and thank you. And if you could leave a review on iTunes, that would go a long way and make such a huge difference. It really helps to get the word out there, get more amazing guests on the show and helps to get all of this information out to the world. Looking forward to growing with you.